this is Michael TYP Cole, and we have a very special episode for you this evening. Uh, not because uh, number 38 is magical or anything. Uh, it's because it's my last radio trivia that I'm going to be hosting from uh, Southern California for, for quite some time. Uh, I'm uh, setting sails for adventure and uh, going to be living in Okinawa, Japan for at least a year. I, I fly out well just over a week after I've recorded this. So um, we have a special uh, kind of season uh, finale here for this episode. Um, I do anticipate I will be hosting in, in the future in Okinawa, but it may have to be adjusted somewhat due to, uh, you know, changes in uh, time zone. It may make it hard to get co-hosts, but uh, we'll see what happens. But I wanted to kind of go out with a bang, and so I have with me this evening Jonathan Metz. It's Jonathan LJN Metz. Wow. I want a, I want an abbreviation nickname, like TYP. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm going with LJN. All right, we also have our, our lovable Greg. Hello, yes, uh, nice second appearance, glad to get in before the finale. Yeah, and uh, we also have uh, James Jones. Good afternoon, everyone. He's always happy to be on this podcast because he knows he doesn't have to edit it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a special format for this evening as well. I asked uh, each of our hosts, including myself, I asked myself to uh, <laughs> choose two songs that we've already used in Radio Trivia Podcast Edition, and uh, choose two games, and we're going to play two songs from each, and uh, since that's kind of the ground rules, I encourage everyone to uh, go to the forums and uh, look under Trivia Results, and you'll see the thread called Radio Trivia Podcast Edition List of used list of Games Used, and there's a giant list, spoilered out, of uh, every game we've used so far for Radio Trivia Podcast Edition, and any one of those is fair game. So uh, the way it worked is they all told me what they wanted, and uh, only I know all of the, the selections. Uh, so, so Johnny, Greg, and, and James only know two of the games tonight each. And uh, the way this is going to work is um, before I reveal the game, they're all going to guess who, who chose the game before they know what the game is. They may have figured it out, of course. And so uh, one, one of them is going to be lying, unless it's me who chose it. So there'll be two games that I chose. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you included the part where we're allowed to lie, because I'm sort of afraid that I won't recognize the games that I chose. And so this way, <laughs> nice. I, this way I won't sound like an idiot when I say somebody oh. else's name, when it's actually it's my all, selection. It's all Machiavellian, it's not this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it should be fun. Uh, we have eight games tonight, and uh, well, I, I think that's all. There's not going to there going to be two songs, not three per game, and uh, and there aren't any questions. And part of that's so that we don't come up with like a two-hour uh, episode of radio. Trivia. Yes, we wouldn't want that, would we? <laughs> yeah, unthinkable. Unthinkable. It, it may happen anyway because, of course, we're going to talk about the games afterwards, and and there's some fun selections that we'll probably want to talk about. So. Um, with that, let's uh, let's just get started.
we go. So. Oh. Oh, you like that song, huh? It was it was awesome. Yeah, well, I could have let loop, I guess. Oh well. It was awesomely '80s. Yeah, let's go on to the second song. This is the last song for the first game. Yeah, this is going quickly. Yes. So, uh, Johnny, who do you think chose this game? Um, I think you chose this game. Okay, what about you, James? I agree. Greg? And finally, um, assuming, of course, I didn't choose this game, possibly we- possibly wearing a sort of hood <laughs> over my face and speaking in a different voice while I did it, um, I'm, I'm going to assume <laughs> that, yes, you, TYP, chose that game. Oh, uh, I haven't found out. Yeah, uh, so what, what game is it? I guess some of you know what the game this is. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2? It sounded like a Sonic, 3D Sonic game. Yeah, yeah. that was you, you the got preposterous it. game. Preposterous levels of guitar. <laughs> At first I thought it might be a Castlevania game, but then I thought, no, this music is way too happy for Castlevania, <laughs> and also... 
I don't think we, uh, I don't think any of the Castlevania games on um, Nintendo platforms have music of that high quality. Yeah, you, you mean like you mean in terms of like the instrumentation, the right? Exactly, yeah. the instrumentation, yeah. right? From a technical yeah. now, if you ever get yes. like a like, I think one time at E3, David Trammell, um, who's a who's a really big Castlevania fan, he's known as Rise in the forums, uh, R I Z E, but he's a he's a former member of our staff. I guess he's current, technically current member. Um, but uh, he brought to E3 like a CD for every single member of the staff who came to the show, and it was like this Dracula X rock oh, soundtrack yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. And I had it in my car for years, and I hardly ever listened to it. But every now and then, I'd pop it in there, and it sounded a lot like that—just like really outrageous '80s guitar stuff. Which actually, David plays guitar, and he—I've heard him like remix some stuff before for uh, OC Remix, right? And oh. uh, like some Mega Man music, I think it sounded like that. Okay, so yeah, this is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for GameCube, or could have just said for Dreamcast, uh, Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> uh, except that is a Nintendo system, so yep, <laughs> it's Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Rules. Yeah. <laughs> them's the rules. So, uh, and uh, this is one of those controversial games, as is any, almost any Sonic. Well, I don't know. Some of the later ones aren't. Well, not the later ones <laughs> are aren't controversial, bad, they're so. generally regarded. But, um, yeah, so uh, I remember playing this on the Dreamcast. I played the heck out of this game on the Dreamcast. I'm kind of ashamed to say that. I think I got every emblem, frankly. I, wow. That was my summer, basically. That <laughs> and school. So, um, I don't know. I, Johnny, you played this game too, right? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no summer spending. <laughs> Parts of it aren't that I bad. must have rented it or something. You reviewed it. Like the, did I review it? Oh, did you? I know I reviewed I reviewed Sonic. Oh, that's right. You reviewed Sonic. <laughs> you just didn't have a, no, I think I just. You just didn't have a I think I just thing. rented this one. Oh, okay. White I was just going to say, you sure you didn't have a really big Nelly out and just wake up next to it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this was like during the uh, GameCube, the big GameCube drought of 2002, like early 2002. Right, when this came so. out. No, what you mean the one that went from 2002 to 2000? No, I mean it was before Metroid Prime came out. And Sunshine was like in the summer, and, and then like Prime was in the winter. Yeah. So it's kind of before that stuff hit, yeah, it was kind of dry. In fact, I think it was pretty. I good. had five games in the launch window for GameCube, and then did not buy one until Sunshine. So it was literally six months nice. of nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty bad. So, yeah, this came out, and I thought, well, you know, it got really good reviews on the Dreamcast. I used to You're like cool. Sonic, so I, f- <laughs> I rented it, and I was like, what is this crap? I mean, <laughs> I, I actually own that game still, yeah. presently. I bought it, like, right after it came out, and, uh, yeah, some of yeah, it was good. I, I like but... the, uh, the Sonic the Shadow stuff, definitely. Yeah. See, I don't even. Besides I don't even that, think though, those parts are that good. They're the best part of the game, but they're not that good. No, the the chocobo, <laughs> the, the, chocobo, the uh, <laughs> chow, the chow thing is is the best part really? of the game. Well, that's basically where most people spend their time. What? I thought that I was mean, pretty terrible. No. <laughs> and even I was pages. thankful that that wasn't like a necessity to get to, to get those. Oh wait, maybe it was. Maybe I actually cheated and, and those last five emblems that were the chow races, I didn't get on my own. Maybe I actually like downloaded a save file. I know that I think about it because. So you're an achievement whore for a game that doesn't have achievement points. Mm. Is that what you're saying? Sweet. Uh, 
Yeah, I guess for this one, pretty sad. For this one game. Well, in the very end, if you get all the emblems, you unlock uh, a special level. So, well, you know, the, the, the least of it, it's for him. You know, it's not about showing off his manhood online or whatever. Yeah, this is for his own sense of achievement. You know, that's fine. It's the worst pride. It's like getting all the heart, heart well, pieces and. Yeah, exactly. That's not for anybody else's consumption. That's just you did it. So, you know, yeah. Just... Well, well, I, well, I guess what I was saying is, if you downloaded a save file that you, then you didn't really. No, no do I got all it. those. Oh, right, if the yeah. point no, was no, to here's play my... some bonus content, then I no, totally. No, no here's the story. I got all the ones that were actually in the levels, and then they found out there were five more in the Chow. But I was never going to beat those Chow races because realistically, you have to have been raising your Chow since you started playing the game. If you're ever going to get. Those and since I already had 98% of the emblems, and then I was like, oh shit, I have to do these chow things to get the rest. I'm like, no way I'm doing that, guys. So so at that point, I buckled down and I downloaded it onto my VMU. I mean, what would a rational person do in that situation? They would download the save file. <laughs> Not buy that game. <laughs> You're an irrational person, James. I, I, I think we've already proven that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to congratulate you on finding the two only bearable songs in this game. Yeah, no, seriously. There, there, no, no, there are other good songs. There are a lot of songs that are good in this that aren't. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say any song that had a single lyric in this game oh, but they're all, the but they're I seem to recall like one about trust in me and we'll escape to the city. No, that was not me. the worst one. The worst one is the rap about <laughs> ghosts. I think I oh, used that one. That one is... <laughs> That one is terrible. He, you did use that one the, la- the when we originally did this, and that on was the because podcast. the person who requested the game, I think, explicitly wanted that one because it was so horrible. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. <laughs> that might have been me, actually. <laughs> that might have actually yeah, been me. <laughs> you requested it because I do have a history of requesting bad music to air in episodes I'm not in. <laughs> So that was fun. Okay, so I have a question about the, the structure of the show. Are you? Is the next game also going to be yours, or have you no, mixed I, up I, all I mixed up all of them. Games? I mixed up all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so there's still some suspense. Yeah, absolutely. All right, all right guys. So uh, clearly, uh, not everyone loves Sonic Adventure 2, but uh, we're looking forward to the uh, to the uh, hopeful what Sonic Unleashed. Is that? That, that, that looks menacing. Menacing. What about no, the, I'm, I'm looking Sonic and the Black Knight? What about that particular oh, That looks even we, more menacing. <laughs> we don't even that, really know that, anything that about it, though, that, do we? No, uh, not I haven't really. seen the scans. But, no, uh, no, we know that it was done by the team that did the last Sonic game on the Wii. That's, that's, that's enough. That makes me yeah. worried that, you know, the Unleashed for Wii is going to be, like, utter shit because we're getting two versions, two Sonic games instead of one, and they're not talking about, like, who's developing the... Wii version is clearly different from the other versions. Yeah, well, well it might Black Knight, be... the uh, Black Knight comes out in 2009, so that one's a little farther out. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we might get utter shit on the Wii, and it'd be no different than the other ones either. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> uh, that's a possible. I don't know. I, I see this like using like, Sonic with the swords. Like it's kind of like they're doing like Super Monkey Ball adventure. Well, at least, at least yeah, it's, it's not like actually Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, at least it's not a firearm. I mean, come on. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> a firearm and a Cadillac. <laughs> Die, <laughs> Robotnik. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I will send you to hell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, second game.
be the first game. Or first song. Ah, I screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> first song from the second game. Ugh. That's Maybe instead of R, you should say air. <laughs> air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's err on the safe side and, and play the second song. start with you this time, Greg. Who do you think uh, um, Joseph I'm won? going to guess that this was a Johnny's suggestion. Alright, Johnny? I'm going to guess that this was Greg's selection. <laughs> mm. James? James? I, I have a, a you have to choose. You have to choose between us. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I have a suspicion as to what game this is, so I'm going to go with Greg. Alright, um, so, uh, since James is the one who knows what game this is, <laughs> Johnny and Greg, what do you think this game is? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm pretty confident it's UN Squadron. Johnny? Oh. Okay, then yeah, it is. It's UN Squadron. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Well, well done. Um, so I've never played this game actually. So. Uh, and how do you know that, Greg? How do I know that? Uh, because yeah. I played it, but I didn't suggest it. <laughs> oh, so did James suggest James it? James suggested it, yes. Not only did uh... I suggest it, I actually suggested it on a previous episode I was on, and then raved about how much I played this game as a child. So, <laughs> okay. uh, see, that, my, that's the problem. I've got a short-term memory, because Johnny said he liked this game like a couple of weeks ago. So that's, that's right. what I led me in that direction. Well, I love this game too, but I haven't spoken about it. <laughs> Alright, so so uh, since I haven't played it, tell me a little about the game. What's it like? What's so good about it? Blah, blah, blah. It's like 1942, but side-scrolling, and you can upgrade your ship by buying weapons and shields and things. 
Is it as brutally difficult as 1942? It's hard, but it's not the hardest shoot-em-up that I've ever I'd agree with that. I mean, it's it's a Capcom shoot-em-up, so it's pretty hard. That sort of era of Capcom. Yeah, it's and of course because it's all sort of military themed, you know, right. you get to fight like uh, a blackbird. I think you get to fight like a blackbird type aircraft, and stealth bombers, and stealth fighters, and then uh, various sorts of things like that. So that's kind of cool. a bit different from. The it has a lot of awesome bosses, like multiple places that you can shoot off, and you know, yeah. like well, like all kinds of gun emplacements that you can take out. Yeah, one by yeah, one like, a, like, like a gu- like a gunboat sort of aircraft carrier kind of thing. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. yeah, all, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Okay, it's, it's pretty cool. And there's three different pilots, and they all they each have different like speed and endurance and durability type oh, different statistics. So. Right. Yeah. So you you mm. buy like but, upgrades, but then the you shot. can actually buy different planes, so, so uh, can't you? So yeah. it sounds a little bit like. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It is a little bit like Lord's a bit. With less butt yeah. rock. <laughs> yeah. Or at least less well rendered butt rock. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not CD. Uh, well, speaking of, I think the Super Nintendo version like had massive slowdown. Uh, yeah, I think there was, there was some slowdown. Because well, the Super the Super NES process is notoriously pathetic compared to the rest of the consoles. Um, right. Yeah, it was quite slow. I had so. like a, a great sound processor and a really slow. CPU. Yeah, so so that really constrained its abilities to run those sorts of games as smoothly, even as on the Genesis or the TG16, which is presumably why, especially the TG16, is like the haven for shooters. Because even though it was in some senses a, an inferior console, it was like, oh, you know, this is where you get arcade perfect in quotation marks versions. Well, like that. that and the fact that Hudson was involved in the platform. Oh, that's well. yeah, there, there are many reasons for it. So that's presumably one that would have sort of kept that going is that you know shooter fans sort of gravitated towards it because that's what they were really, you know, looking for as well oh and, and speaking of to go off on yet another tangent I saw on the uh, one up show they did an interview with um, with Master Higgins the guy who worked at Hudson he was like this amazing shooter player and um, was the basis of the character in Adventure Island and he said that during the 80s when they developed the, the TG-16 the reason that they made so many shooters for that console is because those were the best kinds of games to play at tournaments and at the time tournaments were video game tournaments were extremely popular wow. in Japan and they they were the, kind of the best suited for tournaments because it, there was a clear high score it was very skill based it was pretty quick to play through so you didn't you know like you could get a lot of players through in a short period of time so um that's and basically the because of the tournament scene was so popular, they just basically turned out more over and over and over and over again more that's games of this type. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's why you have those modes in the Star Soldier games that are the, the score attack, like the two and five minute modes, which of course right. we've sort of had right. the comeback of with the WiiWare version, which is just that. Wow. Um, so anyway, anyway apparently the Genesis has better so processing than the SNES, even though its graphics are. Well, that's that, yeah, that, okay. that. I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> um, but uh, so UN Squadron, I think it's known as eight, Area Eighty Eight, in uh, I guess in Japan. Yeah, I had the oh. Japanese version. It, it, it definitely does. It's known as that. Yeah, it's actually Greg is hardcore. It's actually subtitled Area Eighty Eight in the U.S. in some oh. screens. Oh, is it? Yeah, in some places they use the term area. Because they couldn't bother to localize completely, right? 
it's Capcom. I mean, it's cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they it's certainly never make any localization errors. So. <laughs> never. Yay! All right, let's go on to the next game. revealing the game by speaking of it at all right now, so I'm going to move on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is pretty easy. Yeah, game revealed.
Alrighty then. Let's start with Greg this time. Who do you think uh, selected this game? Well, it is somewhat difficult to isolate someone in this case, but I'm going to lean towards Johnny this time. Alright. Uh, Johnny, any response? I hate to do this again, but I actually think it could be Greg this time, and I have my specific reasons for thinking that. James? I'm going to switch on this one and go to Johnny. Objection! Sorry, the trial music got me <laughs> towards uh, Phoenix right here. Um, <laughs> See, I was tempted to guess myself on this one too, but it wasn't me. <laughs> this is my favorite game of all time, yeah. but I didn't pick this. You got set up by Greg. Yeah. You got set up. You got set up, but Greg did select this game. Yeah, see, this, oh, yes. this, this is where I was actually. I, kind of, I was kind of hoping that TYP would do this with the not knowing because I thought maybe this would be a little curveball that I would choose this. You well. don't play these kinds of games. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I don't play these kinds of games. <laughs> this is one of the only ones that I have played. And uh, it's kind of an interesting experience in terms of. A lot of things about the game, like the, the gameplay and all we that. We haven't even said what it is yet. Uh, oh, yeah, it's too obvious. As the person that selected the game, I will make it explicit. It is Chrono Trigger. Um, and if you don't know that, stop listening. <laughs> no, and, no, and no. I, knew, I knew Greg picked this when I heard it. Because it was just announced that the DS version is coming to Europe, and it's the first European release yeah. ever for this game. It right? is appropriate in that context, uh, uh, indeed. I mean, it's quite amazing, because I was surprised by that, actually, because I just assumed it came out in Europe for the PlayStation. When that version came yeah. but apparently yeah, that you did, thought. But apparently that didn't either. So that's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of funny. But yeah, it went, I did play this because I was an import gamer all the way back, um, and I hadn't really played many games, anything like it before, and I haven't really played much like it since. Um, and that's the kind of interesting experience is that in terms of some of the things with the gameplay stuff, it didn't really click for me. It's not that much of my kind of game, even though I still enjoyed it a lot. But it's a real testament to the to the art style and things in that game and the music especially. That you know, having not touched it for probably a decade at least, this that stuff in that game is pretty unforgettable. You know, the music and all. Even though it wasn't my favourite game of all time, you know, in an, in, as an entire package, the music and the, the I mean, those two tracks certainly, but many others are just really classic, wonderful. Yeah. The instrumentation is wonderful. The composition is wonderful. A real apex of the sort of Super NES audio achievement. And, and um, I know the, the big complaint about the. PlayStation version was uh, the music was kind of foobard. Although maybe there's some loading issues too. Uh, my big complaint was yeah, the load okay. times. Yeah, well that's it's unplayable in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much standard though. I mean, nobody likes the load times. For that. No, I mean, no, no, no. Here's the deal: it's a port of a Super Nintendo game. It's not a remake in any way. Okay, it's a port. So you're seeing on screen a Super Nintendo game, and yet they've added load times to it. If you've Sweet. played the Super Nintendo version, it's absolutely unplayable. Like, I just couldn't... No, I, like, every no. time you get into a battle, it, it just, like, sits there. And, I, and to go to the menu, you have to wait, like, Ew. three seconds. Really? That's Good grief. Having played the original version, yeah. I think it was somewhat improved over the um, over the version of, like, Final Fantasy IV that they put on, on PlayStation, because that one really was, like, absolutely unbearable. But, um... Yeah, I think Chrono Trigger was a little bit better. Okay, but still, it's not good, good to hear that. Well, no, they added features by adding in the. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they did add like a nice computer-generated movie at the intro and stuff like that. But 
yeah, they, they didn't really add very much else to it. Well, with the DS version coming out, I'm, I'm kind of hoping they don't uh, screw up the music inadvertently because... Um, yeah, apparently they've actually brought on the man that, did, that, that supervised all of that in the original Super NES case to sort of ensure the, the uh, fidelity okay. uh, to the yeah. Super NES original. Because the music, I mean, I'm playing through Final Fantasy 4 and DS right now, and the music sounds good, but to me it sounds a little tinny, honestly, even compared to the, to the Super Nintendo version. I don't know if that's just me or, or, or what, but so I, I don't want that to happen with the photo trigger. Um, yeah, so I think I just killed the conversation there, sorry. <laughs> but uh, Chrono Trigger, yeah, fun game. Uh, very unique, and I'm glad. The funnest game, actually. Well, I'll just be glad when this game comes out with the price that's not completely insane. Well, it is. It should have been yeah. on the virtual this console. This is a game. This is a time when. Yeah, this is a time when. Um, um, Buying the $40 square tax version on DS is probably actually cheaper than going out and buying the original on a cartridge. It was cheaper than going out and buying the original back when you could buy the original in a store. <laughs> well, yeah, that's Without true. Without inflation. But the, the price of this has actually kind of gone up uh, over time. Yeah, I, like, if you put inflation into the original price of that game, it probably tops over 150 bucks. Yeah, and again, if you if you have a copy of it, you might want to sell it now because the co- the price the value of your original copy is probably going to go down when the DS version comes out. But uh, I mean, it's a very faithful version on the DS. It it looks exactly the same. Actually, I'd say it looks a little better just because of the the, the graphics are shrunk down a little bit and uh, the screen is well, bright. Well, one of the reasons I'm looking forward to it, I, I didn't get a chance to play it at E3, but uh, I found that on, on the Super Nintendo, the screen could get a little cluttered with menus, and, and it's my understanding some of those menus have been mo- moved yeah, onto should the clean bottom that screen or whatever. So, yeah. so, they, so they are actually doing they're some like, stuff. They're not the inventing game. a lot of new well, yeah. sprites and new uh, menus, but they're like moving it around and reorganizing it, maybe a better way of moving right. I mean, right. they, it's been getting reorganized a little bit. They're at least looking through the game for things they could, you know. Oh, they are. They're they're actually adding um, a new dungeon, a new bonus dungeon at the end of the game beyond the one that was already added for the PlayStation. Oh, I just assumed they were just putting that PlayStation one in there. Is is that one in there? No, this this is actually yeah. There's actually going to be two bonus dungeons: the one from the PlayStation and a new one. Hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm looking forward to trying those out. And Chrono Trigger, famously, there's already like 20 things you can do at the end of the game that are all optional. And some yeah. of them are actually probably more difficult than the final boss. Oh, yeah. But they're all really interesting. They like not only do you go through this thing and you get uh, some items, some awesome weapon at the end of it. Some of them don't really involve fighting at all. They involve like trading items, you know, taking items between different time eras and things like that. And some of them actually reveal quite a lot about the characters that you wouldn't know if you just played straight through the game and, and didn't try any of the side quests. So there's a... It's, Chrono Trigger has probably some of the best side quests in any RPG because they're so interesting. They're not just tacked on. So I'm kind of curious to see what they did with these new ones because I haven't even played the PlayStation one. So maybe we'll learn even more about some of the characters, you know. It would be cool. So, Johnny, thanks for picking that uh, game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Greg. <laughs> no, I thought that I thought that would be too obvious. I guess.
love it. <laughs> Yay! It's like a fun ride. That's exciting. <laughs> you know, I have I have a, a game. I think this is, and then at the same time, I think there's no way in hell it's this game. So, I'll just throw <laughs> you guys off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on to the second song. James. I believe that Johnny picked this game. Really? Greg, what do you think? Well, as I said when I was last on Radio Trivia, I'm really crappy with 8-bit stuff, so I'm really kind of shooting in the dark here. I'm going to go with my broken clock strategy of picking Johnny again. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Johnny, can you defend yourself? Um, I think this, because of the jazz stuff, this sounds like something 2IP would pick. Maybe, except I, I don't really like Mylon that much, so I'm like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mylon's secret castle, and Johnny picked it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that <laughs> is my crazy <laughs> shot in the dark. It's actually a game about music. It is. Yeah. Very cool music. The second song I, I don't like as much, actually. I mean, I, I you know, I'm all for more jazz and video games, but it's just too repetitive and too simple. Yeah. But uh, the first one's good, and, and the best music we played... The on the original episode where we played this. We, we played some of the best stuff. Yeah, we were trying to avoid playing the same songs that we played last time. And maybe that's not a good idea in this case. But, um, we'll have better music <laughs> in the background, guys. It only has, probably only has, like, six songs on the Pretty much. I mean, which is pretty normal for an NES game. You know, you just don't have that much to choose from. I like the first song. The second one is one of those songs that you'll recognize if you've played a lot of this game. and Otherwise, mm-hmm. you'll have no idea. Because that's, yeah. like, the overworld, for lack of a better term. Uh, music, right? And uh, I certainly heard my fair share as Johnny died over and over again. So, <laughs> <laughs> are you saying he sucks? At this no, game? no, this game is is evil. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, it is pretty evil. But no, TYP actually watched me be 
beat this game. That's right. I was a witness to. Yes. to his <laughs> I'm actually uncommonly good at the game. Yeah, oh, as, as, good as, as good as you can be. What, what at, kind at of, um, what kind of uh, reference sample do you have to judge the uncommonality of your quality? Because I don't think he's actually held an, a national survey of people who played Milan Secret Castle. <laughs> I think most people just don't have the patience to play all the way through it. So you are uncommonly I mean, persistent. A, That's something I can relate to. But... Yeah, or uncommonly masochistic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, also the game's I can like grinding. That a little bit. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I just refuse to give up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, well, sometimes you do. Sorry, go ahead, Greg. No, no, sorry. I was just saying, sometimes you do for for curious reasons. It can be because the game's like really compelling, or it can be for something else. So, what is is this a case of something else driving you to be uh, very persistent, uh, Johnny, rather than how compelling the I game had, is? I had gotten pretty far in it when I was a kid, and um, I felt like as an adult I should be able to get at least that far and so I kept playing until I got back to that point and then at that point I was almost to the end so basically I was you know I was looking at some stuff on game facts for some help because the game is so poorly translated <laughs> yeah. especially towards the end of the game you have to do some pretty specific things and there's no way you could figure it out on your own except by like really brutal trial and error and I didn't have the patience for that so I did kind of have an idea of where to go and what to do next um, and then it was a matter of basically, con you know, trying over and over again until I actually beat it. So, so the final boss is like exactly exciting. like the other bosses, right? Uh, yes, as I recall, I think he looks different, but the movement pattern and the attacks are exactly the same. Nice. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I can't criticize Johnny for for it's much like Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Yeah, it's true. There's like yeah. what four that <laughs> yeah, repeat over and over again. Yeah, but that's four. I mean, <laughs> yeah. This but is they repeat. One. But they repeat a lot of times. <laughs> they re yeah, it's too bad. It, well, even they even repeat in Galaxy. Yes, yeah. I just compared Milan Secret Castle to Donkey Kong Jungle Beat and Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, have we have we confirmed that EAD Tokyo <laughs> did not make Milan Secret Castle? <laughs> even no, Hudson made it. Well, you could yeah, you Hudson could also confirm it by the fact it didn't exist back then. But you know that would be too easy. I'm still looking forward to a true sequel to Milan Secret Castle. Maybe on WiiWare, you know, Hudson's yeah. doing these Yeah, they have all these revivals on WiiWare. Yeah. I I'm yeah. actually looking forward to a true sequel to my original guess of Bioamerica Day, whatever the hell the rest name is. Well, that's too soon. Oh, that was, it was that's Konami. Yeah, but that'd be too soon, because we just had that the other week, didn't we? So. Yes. Oh, you're on to us. Oh, that game's gonna pop up in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it will. Chubby's actually changing the music right now. <laughs> Hold on a second, guys. I'm still working things out over here. No, no they're all selected. So, uh, yeah, Mylon Secret Castle. Uh, a bizarre game that only Johnny likes. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, yeah, anytime you... Whenever you're on Gaff, you see one of these threads that says, like, you know, what's a game that you love that that everyone else hates? I pop in there and I say Milan Secret Castle, and I guarantee nobody else is posting that. Well, no now way. I'm just going to post it before you do every time that thread comes up. <laughs> Alright, well, you know, you should actually play it, and then maybe you will. Yeah, it's a, there's most of the music in that game is really hypnotic. The stuff we play today, not as much, but... Um, Milan Secret Castle, give it a shot. It's on Virtual Console. It's five bucks. <laughs> it's completely insane. It's totally wacky and nonsense, and I love it. Yep.
I feel asleep. <laughs> How can this be? He is talking. I think Greg picked this. Johnny, what do you think? I think TYP picked this. Greg, what do you think? Uh, I'm leaning TYP's way myself. Yeah, this is a game I would pick, but I didn't pick it. Um, what game is this, guys? Star Wars 64. Yeah. I, I did not pick this, although I think the person who picked it had me in mind when he picked it. Maybe not. Yeah, this uh, is me. I picked Star Fox 64. Um, because I love Star Fox music. Okay. Oh, rather... This is like Alcoholics Anonymous here. It's like, hi, I'm Greg, I picked Star Fox 64. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but, but um, you know, I love Star Fox music. I kind of still prefer the Super NES Star Fox music in many ways. Really? Because I really don't like it that much. I really it's, a bit like more it because... jo- it's a bit more John Williams-y than Star Fox 64's more Independence Day, which... This doesn't sit that well with me, but I mean, it's still, I like both, don't get me wrong. But there's something about the instrumentation that's like a little more strings sort of focused on Super NES, whereas this is more sort of that the N64 trumpety brass kind of yeah. sound that I was never that fond of in stuff like Zelda or all that, but you know, the quality, the compositions kind of carried it. So that was a factor as well. But in general, really great, really great soundtrack, obviously, very memorable game, great sort of action masterpiece for the N64. 
and uh, well, I, 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 prob- I probably would have picked the Super NES one if I were at liberty to, but I was quite happy to I pick see, this. Yes, well. I don't, I don't think we've used that yet. So. Yeah, exactly. It's probably one of the best games available on Virtual Console. Yeah, I mean, I love going back to this, and now that I'm going to Japan, I may wind up buying it for Virtual Console if I think it's great to play it, because I am bringing my Wii, and if I really want Star Fox 64, I'm not bringing my N64, so... Sure, um, yeah. It may happen. I may be the tool that buys the game again. Um, of course, I own, like, Super Mario Bros. 3 three times, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe four, I don't remember, I lost count. <laughs> it's one of the few games to get patched on Virtual Console. Yeah, They that's patched right. it a few days after uh, the original release to fix the classic controller support, because it was like really, really sensitive and hard to control with the classic for no reason, and so they they made it, uh, now it feels pretty much equal to the GameCube controller. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I love Star Fox 4. I'm I, I really upset that Nintendo just doesn't seem interested in doing another one like that because yeah. they fall into this Absolutely. trap is well oh we gotta do more than just that we gotta have other things in here it's kind of like the guys that have been in charge of uh, what are producing Star Fox games have fallen into the like Sonic team trap of we gotta do more <laughs> we gotta do more we can't just be on rail shooting or, or a little bit of whatever free roaming for battles no no I mean and you know the amazing yeah. thing about that is that there are games that still only do you know just to straight out shoot them up, and the game might only be eight hours long in the story mode, but it's okay. Yeah, I, but I mean, I don't know. What other games are there out there that if, if I have a need for Star Fox and I'm not getting it, where, where should I turn? Uh, it's tough, isn't it? Beyond like also Sin and Punishment, which is right, yeah, you know, not really. Over the I would say either. Rogue Squadron series is uh, good for that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different, but it's it's relatively close yeah, compared to um, everything else that's out there. In, in some regards. Uh, the Ace Combat series feels a bit like the all-range mode stuff. But I don't like the all-range stuff much. I mean, well, yeah, see, I mean, I, I got on with it, but I, I prefer the uh, the on-rails here. Or at least if it was outside of a boss battle. If it was a boss battle, it was okay, but like, you know, those areas where there's dog fights, I mean, I, I don't know. It was okay mm, for some It, Star, was, Star it wasn't Wolf, the strongest part. Yeah, it wasn't the strongest part of the game for me. I, I really like that the you know, all-out sort of choreographed action. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very intense and, and very deliberately sort of placed everything. So, yeah, I mean, I would love to see them do that, but what the chances are at this point? Uh, you know, I mean, it's been a long time since on consoles. So it's been you know, 11 years or whatever. I don't, I don't know yeah. when they're going to do it. Some third party yeah. has to step forward and say, we want to develop this and we want to do they a little bit They did that. And, we, and, and it was the team that did, uh, it was Namco's Ace Combat team, and they blew it. Yeah, but the brief's got to be right, hasn't it? You know, you'd think that's going to come down from Nintendo, that the brief is, this is, you know, Star Fox 64 2, for the lack of a better, you know, word. Even though they did at one point call the Namco one Star Fox 2, before yeah. it went through various code names, actually. But, you know, in, in, in spirit, you know, the very direct sequel. I would say Marvel you also might like Rez. Yeah. If you uh, if you're looking for a, another Star Fox game, yeah, it's it's not as much about the movement. It's really it's about just about moving the cursor around. Yeah, no, it's a, it's about um, just basically shooting. You know, it's like more. I, I guess the Panzer Dragoon series also would be good. Mm, if you have yeah, I played a little of that actually. That's what I can see. There's one on um, on Xbox that I I might check out or now that I've got backwards compatibility. Uh, uh, I'm not sure yeah, what is backwards compatible though. Ooh, yeah, I'll have to check the list. But uh, that's one I'd like to try out for the original that I that I never got. No barrel roll. <laughs> You're so good at that; it scares me. 
Yeah. yeah, see, this is funny because I never get any of these references because I had the Japanese version. <laughs> so I, uh, the, the, only, the only thing that I recall is just the great when Fox died, the great Foxy! So it's cute. <laughs> Japanese, <laughs> Japanese voices crying for Fox's wow. death. It was just hilarious. <laughs> At least you were spared Slippy's voice but, after that. Yeah, well, it, Slippy was kind of still annoying, but I guess it's, it's one of those of classic charm. things where when you can actually fill in the dialogue with your imagination, it's probably better than it really is. Yeah. So there was definite upsides to that uh, tab in the Japanese version, I think. So, so this... yeah, the American localization is so legendary, though. It's kind of a shame. I know. I, I, it's, it's this great inside joke I'm not really privy to. I've heard a lot of the quotes that this, enough to remember them now, but offhand, but... It's still sad. Yeah. I, I do feel I've been left out. It's one. It's it's one of those games that's successfully somewhere between. It's not bad, but I mean it's cheesy, but cheesy in a good way. You know, it's like I don't know if it's because we got used to it because we played it so much, or <laughs> or it just the presentation of it makes it so fun. I don't know what it is. See, I think I think we got used to it because I honestly think that if uh, we told the people making it at the time how cheesy it was, they'd be mortified. I feel like they would be just like, really? This is what you think of it? No, I think they kind of knew. Yeah, of course they did. I think I it mean, just it's... fits into the B movie style of the yeah. whole. Thing. Yeah, they didn't think they were making you know, Apocalypse Now when they were doing that stuff. I no, mean, it, but well, they did. They did make the Apocalypse Now of uh, game promo videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. See, so, yeah, I'm off the list now. This is this is very, this is this is a lot simpler for all of you than it is for me now. I'm just gonna keep guessing you anyway. Then fine. <laughs> oh, right, now we're gonna do the process elimination, huh? Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. still there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Just waiting. Sure.
All right, let's start with Greg. Greg, what do you who do you think chose this? Um, well, the, the second song helped me quite a bit with this in terms of what the game is, but that still made me in my conclusion as who chose it is some spurious. But uh, I'm going to go with you, TYP. All right, Johnny. I think this is James's. Okay, James. I think this is you. Oh, well, you found me out. I did choose this. What's the game, Greg? Uh, is it Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga? It is indeed. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, oh, the lovely game. Yes, a uh, lovely game. And as, as Johnny, I think, brought up last time when we used this, or uh, it has the uh, special powers where like Mario and Luigi are like electrifying each other or setting each other on fire. Yeah. Not, like touching their butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like weird... I would even go so far as to say, like, weird innuendo, like, almost sexual innuendo with those hand powers, the way that the <laughs> jokes are written about them, is oh, kind of disturbing. I thought it went beyond it. mere potty humor, and, and it went into, like, some pretty suggestive stuff. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more sort of layered localizations there's ever been of a Nintendo game, in terms of it kind of does work on multiple levels, in terms of... Obviously, I assume it would entertain a younger player that would be enjoying the game, but it's got all the little references and things that would work for long-time fans of, of Mario and Luigi or Nintendo in general. Yeah, isn't it the only game I can, like, in recent history that actually reprises the, the Koopa Kids, the, like, the real Koopa Kids? Oh, I, I, I can't remember that playing through. Playing I honestly through. forgot about that. If they're in there, then yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be, but I can't really recall it. But it was like when like 2004, possibly. I think I played through this I mean, last, I, I just, uh, some I, time ago. I really do believe, like near the end, when you're fight going through like Bowser's castle, like you're fighting like like Lemmy and like Ludwig von Koopa and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah. If if. Yeah, they could be. But, uh, you know, I'm going to have to play this again because I, I think a lot of the, the sexual innuendo uh, went over my head then. Uh, I didn't notice <laughs> it. So i got to like, keep an eye you out were, for it. You were but to pop when uh, you played this uh, one, huh? All right. Well, uh... Yeah, Mario and Luigi. I could be reading it wrong and maybe that just says something about me that I get that interpretation out of it. Oh, I, would like, but, uh, I would like that to be the answer because then it's just funny. Yeah, I do. I do recall that. Um, it, for specifically for the part about the hand powers, where um, you know Luigi has like this electrical lightning thing, and Mario has the fire power. Right. That whole like the way pe- the people around you refer to it as you go through that process, I thought <laughs> okay. was really funny and suggestive. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, check it out again. Yeah, it would be a good one to play through again. Yeah, actually. it's it's a well put together game. It's just the right length for you know. It doesn't get boring. I think. You know, keeps itself in check. It's what, like about 20 hours long, and uh, it's chock full yeah. of humor and story. Yeah. And it's not totally tedious like the yeah. sequel is. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, you aren't forced to use your crippling power like uh, 80 times in a row. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So yeah, that, that's one of those games that you should check out. It has really good music, has, uh, has a lot of good humor. Uh, and that, is Alpha Dream up to anything? Have you heard anything about them recently, Johnny? Or uh, they kind of fallen off. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's one of these yeah, not, not spin-offs. So obviously, the partners in time was quite quick on the heels of, of uh, Superstar Saga, wasn't it? Really, it, was, it, it wasn't was, a great like, couple like of two, years, less than two years. Ago, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so but now it's already been that sort of length again, and we haven't heard a peep about them doing something else. So that's quite interesting. 
Maybe they're developing a full-length RPG for Nintendo's next handheld to be a launch. That, that, that would be that would be something that the DS didn't have at launch. <laughs> There's a great many things the DS didn't have at launch. Yes. Hey, it had Mario 64. What more can you want? More smiles, game more I, faces. Well, it's, it's, I hadn't played ten years prior. It's almost unheard of to have a, a, an RPG at a system's launch. Well, Golden exactly, Sun, that Golden yeah. Sun for the GBA, that did really well. I mean, that, that really showcased uh, the GBA uh, very well. That was well. not a launch title. No, it wasn't launch. It was sort really? of early, but not launch, was it? I don't think yeah. so. It was not it was Because not you had Mario 2, F-Zero, That's Circle true. of the Moon, Kura yeah. Kura I think Kura it came out right. the November of 2000. Okay. So, like, yeah, six it was, months it, it was early, GBA. for certain, but it was not launch. Yeah, okay. Castlevania was pretty much the meatiest game. Yeah, it was. I recall. Really, really dark, but yeah. meaty. <laughs> yeah, if you've only played it once on the regular GBA and you still have the game, go back and revisit it on a on a SP or a DS Lite, and you'll be surprised. It looks a lot better. There are a lot of details you probably didn't notice before. Yeah, I spent a summer sweating under a lamp to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> So, where were we? Uh, oh yes, yeah, so while we're on the subject of more smiles and more faces, I, I got something quite interesting in the mail today. Uh, I don't know if you received this too, Johnny, but there was a thank you letter for attending the E3 press conference from Nintendo. And, uh, I have not oh, received that yet. And it's, and it's, signed, it by, it's signed by, like, Cammy, uh, oh, Reggie, and, uh, I don't know if it's really signed. It looks like it might be, because, like... If it's a replica, it's then... It's probably mimeographed. Yeah, I mean, it has a... It's really well done if it is, because it looks like there's a like ballpoint pen marks on it. Kind of thing, you know, where it's kind of see the roller. Shred it uh, and burn it. Well, yeah, I was considering that. I realized they're it might be turning the other cheek. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's almost like they're begging for forgiveness by doing this. It's kind of the way I look at it. <laughs> Maybe they're just that oblivious. Uh, you know, I mean, there, there were... There were several thousand people in attendance at that conference, so I would hope rather than sign individual letters uh, that Reggie and Cammy are working on figuring out how the hell they're going to market Wii Music this fall. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would probably be a more productive uh, use of their time, yes, I think we can agree on that. Oh, we already know how they're going to market Wii Music this fall. They're going to get a bunch of people wearing all white in, a, in like a trendy decorated room yeah, flailing yeah, around with the weirdos. I don't think we should darken the halls of the radio trivia finale with Wii Music. Hey, <laughs> I can't I'll wait for Wii Music right? to be eligible for you this can't. show. You can't. All the music is is like done by you flailing your arms. That's true. You could do you could do I, anything. I can't you could do wait. anything for the radio trivia music in that game. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Wii Music. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna play very familiar songs, but they'll be so unrecognizable <laughs> because of the instruments and the and the tempo being used that. It'll be make it really difficult. Sounds like a plan. Woo! Next game.
right then. Next song. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alright, uh, let's start with Johnny this time. I am certain that James chose this. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well yeah, <laughs> Greg? He does have incentives to lie, though, doesn't he? But I am also going to go with James. Well, James, who, who are you going to get? Well, I guess I have to go with Johnny, because there's only the two of us left. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think Johnny would have chosen this game. I, I probably would have if you hadn't. But, uh, um, well, John, Johnny, do you know what game this is? Do you have any hunches? Honestly, I mean, it sounds like, uh... No, I don't. <laughs> okay, uh, then, uh, Greg? I'm a bit at a loss of this one, actually. It sounds like it's probably on GameCube, yep. but I can't imagine I what can it would I can guarantee you, you didn't play it. Uh, so is it some sort of jazzed up version of Mega Man or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh man! Well, we couldn't get out it's of a this. Baton uh, Kaitos. Yeah, we couldn't get away uh, without right, okay. some. I was, I was thinking because I recently said I had not played any Mega Man games, so that was my other. Oh, you, you also said you don't play any RPGs, which is. Yeah, <laughs> so that was the two ones. So that was, that was the two things we, I mentioned. We've got to work on you, Greg. Damn. In, it's called being an import gamer for most of your life. It kind of constricts your disposable income on video I, games. I, I totally understand. But uh, there are ways around this problem where, you know, there modern technology. No, I'm working on it. Like yeah, FedEx? That's a wiki for point, point and click adventures. It's happening. It's, it's... Yep. That's good. It's a good move. So, yeah, this is Bat Kaitos. Um, as always, uh, a mixture of music in this game. Um, some of it, I guess. I don't know if you classify that as butt rock. I know, it's almost like butt rock meets uh, uh, Electric Circus. What was the name of that group? Um, it's a really long name. Uh... Whatever. Okay, I'm, I'm making a video of myself now. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, this game has a lot of guitar uh, as well as some other yeah. stuff. Uh, there's actually some use of, like, Latin, at least in the sequel. I don't know if it's used in this one. But there, there's there's a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so it has a kind of there's eclectic a... soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's, it's a huge soundtrack, too. It's like three CDs. Yeah, uh, it's a huge Ooh. amount. Now, I... I <laughs> Some weird quirk about I don't know if it's just my copy of the game or if it's something. It seems like there's like a little skipping in the audio. Like you don't notice hmm. it when you're playing, but if you keep doing this like the sound test, like every once in a while you hear a little like bloop, bloop, and uh, that's possible. And I don't know um, if that's uh, oh, they might be MP3 farts. If it's got three CDs worth of music on a GameCube disc, then they probably had to use some kind of well, compression. Well, usually you do use mm-hmm. compression in video games, I mean, but yeah, right, that could be but, it. Yeah. The, the guy that actually composed this game works pretty handily with Namco. Yeah. In in 2003, he composed Star Ocean Till the End of Time, Tales of Symphonia, Baten Kaitos, and the alternate soundtrack for Star Ocean Till the End of Time in a single year. Well, to be fair, I don't think he really did that much for Tales of Symphonia. He, he did a little bit. There were a lot of different composers on that one. Yeah. And, and honestly, a lot of the stuff he composed was actually from like prior Tales games. So. Yeah, he has a lot of arrangements. In fact, he was on um, the staff that arranged music for uh, Yeah, that and everyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the Shoaniki yeah. people were on that, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... but uh, yeah, this this game has a lot of weird, different types of music in it. Well, the whole presentation of this game is kind of weird. I mean... Yeah. And part of it's because it's like some... I think it was like the translation is really notoriously... Uh, not the translation, but the, the voices are notoriously, like, fruity. I, I don't know any other way to put it. <laughs> the voice setting is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it it's absolutely terrible. People reading a sheet of of paper out loud. It's terrible. And the, the funny thing is, the first trailer they released, which is essentially just the opening movie of the game, yeah. 
they replaced one of the game's voice actors between when that trailer came out and when the game really? came out. And when the trailer came out, yeah, um, the Leud's voice actor was replaced. Wow. And when it came, when the trailer came out, we talked about how terrible the voice acting was for Leud specifically. And the person they replaced him with, who I assume is a professional voice actor, did not. I would better. not assume a professional voice actor because in, I don't think necessarily are like in the guild or whatever. If you're, if you're doing voice acting for video games, but um, yeah, this, uh, it, it was bad. It's, it's not. And, good. and part of it's that they voice acted everything in the game, pretty much. Yeah. And so I'm sure there was just a shitload wow. of stuff to get through, and I'm sure they didn't hire these actors for a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, they just sort of marched into the lines and. It's not, not always that they give bad, you know, it's like, they don't give bad deliveries always. The problem is oftentimes it's wrong for that situation. You know, you can read a line a couple of different ways, and mm-hmm. if you don't know the context, it's out of place the way you read it. And there are a lot of moments yeah, like that. there's a lot that. of dialogue. There's a lot of moments game, like that too. in the game. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, well, this is a game I need to play at some it's a, point. It's a bit now. better in the sequel of, with regard to the audio stuff, but yeah, there's less characters well, too, which which helps. There's only there's only three main characters in the sequel versus like eight in the first. Which game. is weird because like in the way that the menu system set up, it makes it look like there are going to be more characters in the sequel, and there are. Yeah, it does, and I, I was expecting them yeah. to come along at any time. But really, the the second game, Batenkaita's Origins, is really a scaled back version of the first game, which sort of frustrated me when I was playing it because I could do these really, you know, I got good with the battle system. Because it is kind of complex. It is really complex. You have cooking at the same time as you're trying to make pairs and runs. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really crazy. interesting once you get the hang of it. But there's a steep learning curve. And, oh uh, yeah, that you will get your butt kicked for a while just trying to learn. Right, and, and, and well, and the random put, decks also don't help. I mean, yeah, the random decks hurt like crazy. But then the, the simplified version of Origins, there's not as much there. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it, Origins. I thought that. It, it was good. I didn't beat it because at some point it got whatever near the very end of the boss got really hard. I'm like, screw this, I'm not playing it anymore. Yeah, there's a couple points in that but, uh, game where you just want to just throw it out the yeah. window. Uh, but uh, it, it's I wouldn't say it's like a top tier like RPG or anything, those that series, but it's certainly interesting. And I'm, I'm glad it came to the GameCube. I'm glad it's out there because it, it is different from. I mean, it's not like you know, Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Fantasia are good, but the presentation is very similar to that of I guess Final Fantasy games in general. Um, a little bit more cartoony, but yeah. Yeah, and like Matt Kaios just does some really crazy different stuff. I mean, it, yeah, and there's a lot of pre-rendered backgrounds about that. Yeah, them, so they're really, they're really, really pretty. But that's funny. The funny part about that though is that the, the character models that are in 3D actually don't look all that great. <laughs> no, they don't. So if you bring them right up to the camera, you'll have this stunning background with this relatively bland character standing yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, uh, but uh, that's Matt Kaios. Yeah. I know who picked the next songs. <laughs> Funny story about the sequel to this. I own the Japanese version of it, and they have it still on open. Maybe I'll bring it back to Japan and sell it new. <laughs> I don't think I'll do that.
thoughts, no comments. Move on. Eight bit again. God, you hate me, Jimmy. <laughs> you hate you. I was actually, uh, I think I was, well, I was hinted at that uh, more 8-bit stuff would be good, so I chose two 8-bit yeah, songs. I, Sorry. Yeah, I also anticipated you would choose 8-bit stuff, so I didn't. Oh, oh yeah, sure, that's why, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Everyone's deduced Johnny's picked it. Um, Greg and uh, what? Uh, oh, Greg, Greg, <laughs> Greg and James, <laughs> do you have any ideas of what game this is? Uh, James, I'll let you go first. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, Wind Waker. Are you gonna have a serious guess? <laughs> I have no well, idea. I get, if I'm go, well, this is obviously, as I have quite explicitly said, I've no re- well to draw upon of 8-bit music, really, that's that big. So I'm just going to go on intuitive grounds and say if it's an 8-bit game that Johnny's played on the Virtual Console, Star Tropics. Oh, sad. Come on. I mean, didn't you notice the military themes? Oh, so it's Kirby. That? Did you say so it's Kirby? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. See, I would have accepted a guess of, like, Mega Man, because the the second song does have, like, Mega Man-esque qualities. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But, uh, Johnny, put out of their misery. What is it? Oh, yeah, it's Bionic Commando. Oh. Uh, Yes, indeed. The greatest version of Bionic Commando. And I chose it because next week, or actually pretty much this week, yeah, the week that you hear this, the week that we're recording this, uh, the remake comes out for um, Xbox Live Arcade and yep. PlayStation Network. Yeah, and I wish it was coming to WiiWare. They basically said that it's not technically feasible, unfortunately. Too big, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. Like, yeah. Comparison to the size of storage on the Right, yeah. It's just really too bad. Which, but, um, by the way... I've heard it's awesome. I'm looking forward to trying it. 
less storage than my MP3 player I paid $5 for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I already told you guys that my, my really? MP3 has like one gigabyte of, of flash media for pictures and stuff, even though there's no, there's no reason why I would need that. I mean, <laughs> so your TV has more memory yeah. than your Wii by a factor of four. No, that's why that's why it's yeah, five yeah, right, okay. yeah. yeah, that's bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> it has as much memory as my five dollar MP3 Ah, well, you can do it in this service. Good grief. Nice. But that's anyway. Bionic Commando is uh, is an awesome NES game, and uh, I'm really kind of shocked that they haven't uh, put it out on Virtual Console mm. along with this. But I seem to recall a quote from. Uh, a guy at Capcom basically saying that will not happen. Nintendo basically is preventing us from doing it for some reason, and uh, sort of very mysterious. But um, and uh, yeah, apparently Bion Commando is nowhere close to coming out on virtual console. And it's a real shame. It's, the NES version is amazing. There's also I'm sure I mentioned this before. But there's also a great um, uh, there's a great Game Boy Color remake of it by Nintendo Software Technologies. It's really a different game, but uh, also quite good and very hard. So yeah, I like that too. And, well, the, the recent flurry of interest isn't just because of Rearm. There's obviously the uh, 360 PS3 game coming out with hot dog hands, but that's, uh, what, that's end of the year? The, the new next-gen game that's not a remake of the original comes out next year. Next so by year, remake... Okay. So by remake, do we mean like it's it's almost exactly the same game with updated graphics, or is this like a remake? Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think there might be like a couple weeks to it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. There's something. There's more to it than just okay. graphics, but I don't know exactly. It, it, what it's it's it is a pretty faithful. Okay, so it's not like Zero Mission is quote unquote a remake of. No, no. no. Okay. It's not just same story, basically new game. It's 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 pretty faithful representation. Of the yeah. old game. Well, um. What do you guys think? You wanna you want encore? Are you guys up for more? Oh, I'm always up for more. Yeah, I guess we can't say no now that you brought it up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not even RFN. <laughs> Johnny, I, I take that to mean you don't you're interested in doing uh, anymore. How about if we? No, how, how go, about, ahead. How about if, go ahead. How about I'm if tired. we only do uh, one song from from uh, from this? Uh, okay. He's gonna pick the longest song that loops forever from the game. And the Majora's Mask, baby. Let's roll it. <laughs> That's been done before, and it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's a awesome. reprise. It's it's like, you know, Radio Trivia's greatest moment. Oh, we're only gonna play one song from this game, because if we didn't, we'd go on for three hours.
think uh, picked this one? I'm guessing that you did. Johnny? Uh, agree. Yes. Greg? Oh, I guess I would have to agree, wouldn't I? Yeah, you have to agree because you chose it! <laughs> so I did. Wait, I, three? This was my alternate choice. If we wanted to go out on a high note, what higher um, note than Super Mario you Galaxy? Should, you should be thankful I decided not to go with the uh, the Mario, Super Mario 64 song uh, that was thrown in Mario Galaxy as our only song. Because uh, they did have a, like a kind of a rearrangement of the... Uh, Bowser in the Dark World. Song. Yeah, it's fantastic that and, one. Uh, I absolutely love that. It's such yeah. a great moment. The first time in Galaxy when you get to one of those Bowser levels and the music kicks in, you know, exactly the same sort of intro as you did with Super Mario 64. It's, it's exquisite. Yeah, uh, that was a nice touch. And, uh, if I had two songs, I would have played that one as well. But uh, but it's getting late, man. Uh, what time just is to, just tack it on the end. Just just put it as the play us out music or something. I don't know. Uh, it's there you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Mario Galaxy, obviously one of the best uh, best Wii games out there, uh, in my opinion. And uh, we had to have at least one Wii game in this lineup. Yeah, and, it uh, was in fact our game of the year last year. Yeah, I mean it, it's a good game. I really like it. I think that that it, like, especially for people who hadn't necessarily played Sunshine, it's like amazing. And if you played Sunshine, you're like, hey, yay! And not that I didn't like Sunshine. I mean that was a good game. But this is. Uh, I don't know. I think Galaxy's definitely the best. Galaxy's best definitely screen. better than Sunshine. Yeah, I mean, I adored Sunshine, and this still blew my head off uh, with how yeah. much I enjoyed it. Really did. Yeah. And, and the weird thing about Galaxy is that like, it seems to get better as you get closer to completing it. And yeah, there, it are, does, there, are, yeah. Couple, there are a couple of like purple coin challenges they could have done without that are like scouring yeah. every little nook and cranny. But yeah, in general, just, though, in yeah. general, it's vastly superior to the comparative sort of uh, analogous tasks. In the uh, four bear games, uh, Super Mario 64 and Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the music is is spectacular yeah. in Galaxy because it's this combination of like obviously you know like almost childlike orchestral stuff like Nutcracker Suite kind of music like we just heard, and then there's also all this like Star Wars esque sci fi. Yeah, you know, it's much more stuff. varied than any previous Mario game. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I would definitely yeah, say that. Well, yeah. I would say if anything was missing from it, I'd say it kind of lacks that jazzy material that's been kind of a hallmark of Mario music since the you know the Super Mario Brothers theme. Yeah. Um, so I kind of missed that part of it, but it, there wasn't really any of that in Sunshine, as I recall, yet, either. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the, it had like the, yeah, so. but that had kind of the same kind of energy to it. At least like the Delfino Isle theme song had that kind yeah, of. Yeah, that was pretty kind of upbeat. Yeah. yeah. The galaxy music tends to be a little more epic sounding, and some of it's not quite as intimate or as just you know just joyous for different reasons, I guess. Yeah, I think I think uh, that word you use, which I can't remember right now, is, uh, is perfect for it. Yeah, I mean, there's some that just blows you away with the kind of scale of it. It really suits the kind of scale, the visual scale of the game. Like, I think particularly the Gusty Garden Galaxy and the 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 molten the molten metal whatever melty molten galaxy. I think it is the alliteration galaxy. Yeah, there are a lot of alliteration galaxies. Actually, it's consonants. It's actually consonants because it's not a vowel. It's 
if it's M, it's so it's, it's, it's oh, so it just yeah. so it just builds to this. Yeah, they yeah. really build to these sort of big <laughs> crescendos. You know that you don't normally get out of sort of uh, music on a loop in video games. Getting an early start on the English lessons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm teaching. Is that consonants with a C E at the end? I don't know. I'm terrible at spelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about that. Um, so, uh, thanks all for, for hosting. Uh, I think it was a lot of fun. It was a good way to kick things off. And, yeah. Uh, send me off to, to this other world where, uh, where I may not be able to co-host with you guys as much because it's like an mm, eight or nine hour, look, it's yeah. like eight or nine hour time difference. So we'll... Oh, not just that, you know, technical issues too. Why, why do you say that? Lag. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, you guys are talking with Greg. We're covering a pretty good, uh, spectrum yeah. here, yeah. <laughs> right now. We should say that, I mean, when I was picking games out here, it struck me just how many Stone Cold classics we haven't covered. So I really yeah. hope we, we, pick, we come back with, I guess, Season 2 and uh, get down some unfinished business. Yeah. I, I had a hard yeah, time just some... picking two myself. I know I have like three or four of them, like, do I want to use this instead? And, and I'm shocked we didn't choose a Zelda game because um, there's so many of them. Wow, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, they're mostly pretty easy, though. Yeah. yeah. I think some, I think but some I, did, I didn't really factor easiness much into mine, because it's like stuff we've no. used before. It's, you know, it should be. I think it's more stuff that I could talk about, we could talk about, and that had songs that were great that we hadn't used before. And obviously you need a certain depth of sort of material to do that. So that was yeah. to my choices. Yeah, I just picked what I would listen to. So you should have just picked, like, Mega Man Anniversary Collection, uh, had a real easy time. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I seem to recall that happening during a certain prize radio trivia. Oh, about a year and a half um, ago. I don't even remember that. I have a short-term memory, man. Oh. Uh, Who are you again? Thanks. <laughs> yes, my, my response immediately was, I know this game, this is easy, it's Mega Man X5. Uh, but wait, shit, that didn't come out on Nintendo system. <laughs> <laughs> it has come. Ne- no, we'll see. It came out on X Collection, so never, never guess on the first song. Folks. Yeah, never guess on the first song. But uh, all right, so I'll, let's wrap this up and uh, hope to the host in a couple of weeks. I don't, I don't know if I'll have radio trivia in two weeks or not. But uh, I'm not giving up on you guys. You guys are wondering what's going on. You know, just understand that I'm, I'm moving. I'm, I. Well, I think I can speak for everyone when I say Bon Voyage, TYP. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, man.
Sonic Adventure 2 Battles, copyright 2001-2002 Sega Sonic Team. UN Squadrons, copyright 1989-1991 Dipro Capcom. Chrono Triggers, copyright 1995 Square. Mylon Secret Castles, copyright 1987 Hudson Soft. Star Fox 64, copyright 1997 Nintendo. Mario Luigi Superstar Saga is copyright 2003 Nintendo. Batman Kaitos Eternal Wings in the Lost Ocean is copyright 2003 Namco. Bionic Commandos, copyright 1998 Capcom. Super Mario Galaxy is copyright 2007 Nintendo. Alright, so... Why, why, why did uh, TYP not get in here? <laughs> Where go to tip? Where he go? <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Let's try it again.